Book Club week again on the Grown Up Girls Report. Welcome, welcome everybody. We have a beauty for you today, a book that is, gosh, so perfect for what is going on in our world, in particular Australia. We are talking about Rodham, which is by Curtis Sittenfield, and I am doing that with my lovely friend, Mandy Newman. Hey, Mandy. Hi, Alex. How are you, doll? I'm great. How are you? Look, I'm very well. I'm very well. Mandy and I are sitting in my new little podcast setup, which is courtesy of Ikea. Well, you know, purchased. I purchased it from Ikea. They didn't donate it. (laughs) So we've got... It's some, not a sponsored post. Not a sponsored post, exactly. So we've got some nice new red chairs. They've, I love them, mm. actually. They've got a, a faint tinge of white in them. They do. I think there's like almost like a little check, actually. Yes, it's just gorgeous. $49, Mandy. Well, I really How love them. That? Mm. And they're comfy. They're comfy. And a white table. And um, it's a little bit professional. It's getting very professional. It's getting quite professional. So it's the studio, as I now refer to it. To, when Perfect. In the studio recording. Yes. So, so, Mandy, this book... We really couldn't have picked a better time to talk yes, about Rodham. Absolutely, because of the massive cultural change. Yes, that occurred the paradigm in the last shift 20 even. Years. Yes, mm. I hope so. Yeah, and even what's happened here in Australia over the last mm. four, sort of four to six weeks. Incredible. In particular, yesterday we had the yes. March for Justice, which yes, you went to. I did with a band of mums from primary from our children's primary school. Yeah, people who would never have probably thought about doing that, but this issue has really simmered to the surface and yeah. it's got women really united women it has hasn't it started a big conversation it about has. our experience yeah. that we're very private about mm-hmm. and now suddenly we're sharing it mm. and it's all the same experience it's Alex. all the same experience absolutely which is dreadful absolutely absolutely so to talk about hillary at the moment and her experience mm. and what could have been is is mm. very very timely because this is an interesting book mandy because i think you said you bought this for your husband i did for christmas, christmas present yes. thinking it was a, a biography hard-nosed political biography da, 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 da. no no it's not <laughs> No. It is not. It is actually a fictional book. It's a, it's mm. a novel. It's a work of fiction. Mm. So Curtis um, is clearly a fangirl. She clearly loves, loves Hillary. Hillary. Yes. Like, yeah. So if you don't like Hillary, don't bother. Yeah, this is not for you. Okay, mm. this is not for you if you don't like Hillary. But if you're intrigued by the American political system mm. and, and you've got unanswered questions to, as to perhaps why Hillary didn't win, this could be an interesting read Totally, for and you. the path to the presidency. Because in terms of the sort of life at college and afterwards, it actually reminded me quite a bit of Michelle Obama's biography. Yes, too. I agree. Just with that. that whole infrastructure yes. of how you make your way to yeah. the White House. There is a there is a path that one mm. knows one needs to stick to yes. and follow in order to in order to get there. Mm. So basically, what she does is Curtis. She actually imagines um, what would have happened if Hillary hadn't married Bill. Yes, you know what would life have been like for her mm. if she had basically got rid of the uh, the shackles of the Clinton Empire and mm. uh, Bill's issues and uh, gone on to possibly make a name for herself mm. yeah and also and she walks away she, at a b- very particularly important part of bill's life she does hillary does mm. absolutely absolutely so she makes that choice that she didn't make yeah but when i was reading it i and i and i know a little bit about the clintons but i, I know a lot more now and i know a little bit about the journey but I, there were a couple of times where i was thinking is this fact is this fiction mm. so that was my only it's not a criticism but you need to oh, I, I googled a lot of it as i was reading yeah. to make sure what i was reading was, and was it yeah Actually, yeah it was god yeah, absolutely. Particularly that. So the first, the book's really divided into three parts, isn't it? Mm. So the first third is 
the love story the reveal. Meeting, yes. Yeah. yeah. And the middle third is basically her life as this um, this professor and a woman that decides she wants to get involved in the political arena. Mm. And then I suppose the last third is when she really takes it on and, and goes for it. And we're not going to give any spoilers away. No. No, but um, yes. Uh, but... Um, the first third is very accurate. And even wow. the events that are listed through the second and third are are accurate, except that the difference is that um, the presidents that actually rise to power are different in this oh, version okay. of events. Yeah, so, for, for example, sure. John McCain becomes president. Oh, yes, yes, and, yes. And the beauty of that is because Curtis is a fangirl, I think, um, Hillary does not put in a position where she needs to vote on being involved in Iraq. Oh, okay. So I think okay. perhaps because she loves Hillary so much, she chose mm. to rewrite mm. like that. I'm not sure, but I, I do wonder how much of Curtis's love for Hillary affected the way she chose to, yes. to write yeah. the, um, well, well, the novel. I think a lot. A lot, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. Because in 2016, you know, she obviously lost the election against mm. Trump. But so for me, this book is almost like, what would the fans have loved the outcome to be? And if the fans totally. could have a blank sheet of paper and rewrite history, mm-hmm. how would it end? Yes. And that's what this book is. Yes, and I, and perhaps that's the sort of the only shadow that's cast over the book, that she loves her so much. Mm. It would be nice if she was perhaps a little bit more detached from the subject. But yeah, how can, I think that was the whole, that sort of endemic of the whole problem. Not that I'm a great... Um, observer and understander of American politics but I think that's part of the problem I, th- I think it is too and I think the, the broader problem yeah too. the people Hillary was such a divisive character mm. people absolutely absolutely adored her and loved her mm. and she had this amazing they got these they used to call themselves the pantsuit brigade didn't they? right yeah they loved her but then there are a lot that despised Didn't, her. Yeah. She's very, very polarising. Yes. A- acknowledging the difficulty that women have in politics absolutely. and public life absolutely. and the roles that they're ascribed yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Keeping within the bounds of the path. Yes. Just like we did yesterday on the rally. We were very obedient. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. So this is actually um, Curtis Sinfield's sixth novel. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And I know you mentioned to me earlier that you've actually read one of her previous yes, ones. So yes. she wrote this book in 2008 called American Wife mm. and she reimagines the life of a first lady much like Laura Bush. Yes. It was a very enjoyable read mm. but I saw that as popular fiction. Yeah. And I and I suppose but that's what's interesting about this book. It's sort of a blend of a political biography but really sort of in the popular fiction yeah. category. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. So I found my interest waned a little as it got more into the political part of Hillary's life Yeah, as the novel progressed. Yeah, I understand, I understand, I understand. It's funny, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, am a, I am a Hillary fan, I'll be honest, but there have been many times over the years where I've thought, oh, look, that's enough. I'm, I'm, I, for whatever reason, she's just pushed me too hard or she's she's made me feel perhaps that I've, she's, I don't know, she's made me feel uh, perhaps um, minimised because she's over the years she's made some pretty derogatory comments about women that have chosen to stay home and have children, I right. found. So I, I, I do love her, but yeah. I have had moments where I haven't. Mm. So really I've had a lot of her. But but the book, regardless of all that, I found the book very gripping. And she mm. is actually quite a worthy, I suppose, protagonist for fiction. Oh, fantastic. She's so layered. Yes, she's, yes. And she's, she's so had an amazing life. Amazing life. And she's impacted a lot of people. She has. And I do admire her bravery mm. as well, like just to keep, going yeah and um she had a, and she was obviously exceptionally bright and um had a dream and 
pursued I know, it. I know. So you can see from the first, like the first part of the novel, that Curtis loves it because it all starts when Hillary has his first encounter with public life. So she graduates from I think the Wellesley University, yes. and it's 1969, and she was chosen uh, to give the speech as as her class graduated valedictorian. And yeah, yeah. and she went rogue. Yes. And basically took this conservative senator on and made national news. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, then we, then Hillary meets Bill Mm -hmm. when she goes to Yale to do grad law. Yes. Yes. And she describes him, Mandy, as a lion when she first meets him. Yes. I know, looking at that first line, because I liked it when I first started, and then I just looked at it again. I thought, hmm, it's a bit obvious how much um, Curtis adores Hillary and Hillary adored. Bill. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, Alex, because I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, we were talking earlier about why this sort of movement has erupted amongst women now, mm. because these stories have been around for generations. Yes. What is it about now? And I, I think this book, in a way, is a legacy of the past. It's a legacy of a political system that if you, which assumed that if you had certain characteristics, like you were exceptionally bright and you'd done law at like Yale and blah, 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 that you could therefore ascend to the highest office in the land, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But in the last 20 years, life's changed. Mm. Social media has changed. Mm. More than ever, you need to be able to communicate effectively with an audience. So you can't just explain the facts. You've actually got to emotionally engage with people. And I think this this story in a way is a is representative of a politics that doesn't exist anymore Mm. and in a way I think as they got into the 90s and Bill's behavior became um understood yes 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 then that um because when I when I was reading this book I was just thinking Hillary is there any way that you would stay with him now? Uh, and yeah. I can tell you Given, yes. no, yes, that would be she'd no. have to. Absolutely. She'd have to leave yeah, him. Totally. So there's no way she no could. Way. And I think maybe that's what was always the problem with her, mm. which I don't she does, which Curtis avoids in a way because she did, doesn't, she leaves him. She does. So she doesn't go into that big question, which I think is the question that we all have now. Why did you stay? But see, I, see, part of me, Mandy, disagrees with that because I think Curtis, to me, has tried to almost, with this work, answer a lot of the questions and a lot of the slurs that people had mm. about Hillary during her life. Mm. For example, she was frigid and she was cold and she was calculating. Yeah. But also, to me, I felt like the first part of this book, which was all about her love story with Bill, Hillary clearly adored Bill. He, mm. he was just like this incredible whirlwind that yeah. took over her life. It transformed her every day. Mm. It, she was desperately in love with him. And I think that's it. I think that is basically mm. Curtis is trying to say the reason she stayed right. with Bill is because yeah. she absolutely, absolutely adored, adored him. him. Mm. That, that, that is my, that was my take on it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it? she absolutely adored him. And then interestingly, in the book, Hillary doesn't marry Bill. He does ask her to marry him and then, in the end, he breaks it off with her mm. because he feels that she deserves better and he's mm. never going to change his, Isn't he? Yeah. his special right. ways, mm. uh, which we'll talk about later. But then he goes on to marry another woman mm. and then his bad behaviour continues and he continues mm. to be unfaithful. And there is a 60-minute interview yeah. in which he fronts the media with his wife by his side mm. and she's very uh, emotional in the interview and very, very weak and he then, at the time, withdraws from the race to be president. I think he was mm. gonna, he was running for president at that, that particular mm. time. And um, interestingly, 
Hillary and Bill also had an interview with 60 Minutes. Yes, about them in, in real life. Yeah. Exactly right, in real life. And a lot of people attribute that interview and Hillary's very strong stance as the reason why Bill was successful. Mm. So it's interesting that she's contrasted yeah. a fictional event with a real event. Yes, yes. Perhaps Curtis is pushing her barrow too much mm. in the book. I think okay. she's too much trying to say that Hillary's amazing. Yeah. She doesn't leave space for the reader to to make that conclusion. Mm. And I've sort of felt like she's a woman. It's interesting, isn't it? Because when you're reading it, you're going, okay, this is a fictional account. And then we have our own impressions of what we believed happened, particularly in the 2016 election when she lost her, lost that tilt for the presidency. Mm. Um, And it's funny, I suppose I thought as a reader, well, Curtis, you've got the same blindness to the public that Hillary actually did, which I think cost her the election. election. She was only, and I I feel that about this book as well, that whole world is a world which doesn't seem to understand that there's another world that sits beside it, which is what Donald Trump was capable, who Donald Trump was capable of engaging with, which she doesn't, and they still don't. I know. If we're talking about bubbles, and, you know, Scott Morrison yesterday saying we should be grateful that we don't live in a country where... We weren't shot for protesting. Yes, it's again, I was thinking about that this morning, thinking... How, how can you say such a dreadful thing mm. when you've got peaceful women all over the country mm. um, saying, we just want you to hear our experience? And I think maybe that's what I think. I think Curtis and Hillary and the whole crew are a bit blind to other They say they're listening and I don't actually think they do listen to other people's experience. No, and I think the thing with Hillary as well is that she very much appealed to that, um, that upper middle class yes. sort of socially White. aware De- intellectual mm. um, as opposed to the to the Democrats to me there are two very distinct types of Democrats mm. it's a little bit like the Labor Party here in Australia yeah. which is in the, how the Labor Party is evolving in Australia you've got I suppose the the average Australian who is mm. the you know perhaps die the hard, yeah. diehard Labor supporter life's mm. tough for them they're mm. low income earners and then you have perhaps the um the, the socially inner city lefty informed lefty yes. type yeah and Hillary very much falls into that category obviously yeah. in the US totally agree but was very unaware of even bothering to really engage with that yeah, true well, blue exactly. Democrat. <clears throat> I heard and it. That was the issue, and Curtis yeah. very much fits that profile. Yes, too. and I, I think yeah. so too, and I, and I think that's a bit sad. Yeah. I think she's missed an opportunity, mm. but she didn't want to because, as you said earlier, I think it's she's wanting to for the people to see Hillary the way she sees her yeah. and loves her. Yeah, absolutely. Which is you know very noble. Yeah, and I think see, I think Curtis. To be honest, I think Curtis was aware of that criticism and there are a couple of stories within the book um, of Hillary taking um, special interests in, for example, there is um, a, a black woman who has breast cancer who was made, mm. uh, lost her job and she was in a really bad financial way and Hillary took a bit of a personal interest in yeah. her. And so and then in, at one stage she actually came and introduced Hillary when she was making a, a big, enormous political speech. And then initially as well Hillary worked with um, um, with, with, with the local sort of legal aid type centre yes. and took on a couple of... Yes, and know, she was always she, fantastic. So, so I think she was very keen to pepper those stories to try and again try and have a counter argument for the many slurs that Hillary got. Yeah, she was human and yeah, kind. Absolutely. And social justice. Yeah. And, she was yeah. rewriting it and almost wanting to say, mm. you know what, critics, stuff you. This is actually the real this is the real Hillary, according to Curtis. Yeah, well then maybe and I think that's probably true that I mean that everybody did see Hillary who knew her, a bit like Julia Gillard. Warm, loving, kind. But then something happened when the 
when leadership, I can remember all the labor leaders, and people say, oh, it's a women's issue, it's how women are represented in the media, it's very tough. But I thought Kim Beasley was lovely before he was became leader of the opposition and then he said, turned into this stone statue. Yeah, yeah. It's like sometimes leadership and being, and I could appreciate how hard that is, mm. they forget to be themselves. That's right. And you can't. No, you can't. You can't, irrespective of what all the experts. It's quite interesting, actually. Yeah. Even in, like, my tiny little foray into representation of myself with music, I could, I mean, I've been lucky that the person I'm working with is sort of all over every aspect, music, creative representation, photographs, um, all that kind of stuff, videos, etc. And I can see that I'm going to have to have more and more of a role in determining that. But when you subject yourself to... You can't have control of that just purely because of technical skills or the, the scale of what you're doing. You get lost. You, mm. you could so easily get your own sense of self and who you are can get lost because other people are making decisions about how you should be represented. Absolutely. And I think that was a failure of Hillary mm. that she, whoever were the people around her or whatever may have even happened to her and the, you know, the deer in the headlights, she didn't learn how to be that kind of softer self. And it's not about saying that women you know, have to do that more so than men in order to be liked by the people who think women should be a particular way. I think it's just a ca- being having permission to be authentic. Yeah, no, I think that's very, very valid. I think it's very valid. Because one of the biggest criticisms as well about Hillary was that was she complicit in the sexual assault mm. of women because she knew what Bill was doing yeah, she and, there were, say, and she didn't actually yeah, speak say up something. or say something. Exactly. And this is the big this is the big argument that's going yeah. around at the moment because if we look at what's happening in Australia and so, for example, Brittany Higgins, who was a very yes. famous story about a month ago broke, she was raped in Parliament House by a yes. male colleague. Uh, it quickly became a political problem. Mm. She felt like she was basically silenced yes. and or she was silenced mm. and she ended up, leaving and she's had a terrible time as a result of very felt very unsupported by it but the issue is she's now come out and she spoke at the rally yesterday yeah. in Canberra and she said that if you don't speak up you're mm. complicit in it I know and this is one of the biggest questions and one of the biggest I suppose areas of concern about Hillary isn't it mm. you know yeah as I someone suppose, who's a feminist who is yes. all about women rising to the top and, and being seen as equals yes did she really not do the right thing because she didn't actually speak up about what she knew Bill was yeah. doing which I suppose and I suppose that's the kind of book I would have liked Curtis to write mm. like look because I don't and but obviously she wasn't as you've made that point which is a very good point it was a different kind of book yes but that is a fascinating like just to see oh. how the context has changed yeah. Alex so rapidly from the 90s to now I agree it's, and I wonder if that's social media because people are sharing their stories. Mm. Of course, it is. So. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Women have got that finally got that capacity to connect with each other. Yes, and connection comes a real power. Don't yes, you yes. If you know that, you know thousands of other women have had the same. Yeah, you just trying to think stuff. It is you. incredibly empowering. Yes. It's a bit like as well. The Australian of the Year is Grace, yes. Grace Tame. Yes, yes, yes. Another horrendous story. Yes. So she 11, 10, 11 years ago decided to come out and that basically call this man who was continuously raping her, who was a teacher at the school yeah. she went to. Horrendous. Mm. And she makes that same point that silence is evil. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. Unless well, we that's the, you know the second verse of my song. Like, are you one? It's hard to you know deny. Um, it's hard to believe that those you thought wouldn't still deceive, but they do. I mean, I find I still find that so difficult. I went to a convent. We had wonderful women around us all the time. 
always, you know, you must be honest, you must, I still find it, I find it hard to believe that even at that press conference with Christian Porter, I cannot believe that he could stand in front of the national media and lie. If he's lying, like that, just lie so boldly. Mm. And someone said to me yesterday on the rally, you could see in his eyes the moment that he realises that he's not going to have the life that he thought he was destined for because he's made a miscalculation. The bubble has finally been pricked. And of course, you know we are. No, no one really knows one hundred percent whether he's guilty or not. But oh my god, on the law of averages, yeah. there is so much evidence. And then you know, and have an inquiry. Inqu- absolutely, like, it just totally. seems like the most politically obvious oh. thing to do. If you want to shut down, yeah, a political movement, yeah. to say okay, we're jo- we're tra- we're doing something that will be seen to be doing something. But I don't understand. No, I agree. I think so many women are just so disappointed and so let down. And I think, you know, the, the Brittany Higgins story, we've yeah. got Christian Porter. There's too many. It's too many. It's too and many. Then... So you know what I think is also another another question that Curtis wants to pose with this book um, is that with without Hillary, would Bill's political career have even been viable? And I think I think the answer is no because but... – Do you think so? I think you just would have found some other clever – but then in the but what book does he she give? But what does he give? Strength. Him? Was she the ultimate destruction? And there's a lot of people that believe that because Hillary was a very strong woman, who a lot of women probably struggled to warm to, but mm. people could actually channel their their dislike towards Hillary. In many ways, mm. she was mm. the whipping boy for the for, for Bill's and he did indiscretions mm. Mm. in a really weird sort That's of way. Horrible. Horrid. And that could again, be true. Why that sixty minutes interview was so powerful. She was very strong, and she was yeah. She could him. take the fall, but a lot of women she? didn't like that, and mm. sort of almost saw her as being culpable. I mean, it's ridiculous mm. and more sympathetic towards him. Absolutely, that's terrible. I know isn't it? it is so wrong, mm, so wrong, so wrong. The other question I think she's posing is if Hillary had actually flicked him as she did, mm. you know, in, in, in nineteen seventy two, I think it was, would she have made it to the top? I mean, no. Curtis thinks so. I don't think so. But, you know, I know lots and of And I don't want to buy into that mm. whole argument about warmth and women and mm. how women, but I think that's, I don't think so. I just don't think she's, she obviously is a wonderful communicator to people who love her. Mm. So that group of metro inner city people that yeah. love that kind, that mm. package. Yeah, the middle class Democrat. Yes. Yeah. Um, but publicly, I just don't think she's got it, which mm. is what, Bill had in spades. You need Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. And even when you read Michelle Obama's biography, I was crying on the first page of that book. The warmth that she exudes and the... The authenticity. um, Yeah, and it's not that women have to be warm, you know, uh, well, actually, women who are not warm get into trouble. That's that's just unfortunately yep. a and that's to be honest, one of, that's one of Hillary's issues. Yes, I mean, if you think of Lindy Chamberlain, yep. they said Everyone that thought about, she was guilty. Yeah, just because she, she wasn't warm. I know. I don't, I'm sorry. I can't change the world. No, it just haven't I not. changed? <laughs> I'm more resigned to it. Yeah, oh, I but I think that, it, that I'm hopefully that's going to change. But that was certainly the case for any woman in political life, mm. really. Mm. You've got to be. You've got to have those demonstrate. I think some of those what are typically associated as female qualities, yeah. which is wrong. Yeah. But it seems, and maybe that's because I've been thinking about this actually. Maybe that's because the system has actually been. There's so many men in it that that's what they've decided was acceptable in terms of how women get. Portrayed. So men decided that women needed to. What I sound more. like this hardcore feminist. No. Well, in a way, because they're in the positions of yeah, power. Right. Way, like all the way down the yeah. 
majority of them. Except the ones that choose the women that are actually put in front of the public before the public get to decide. And even um, Andrew Bolt in the Daily Telegraph yesterday, he was talking about hysteria. You know, women get cast into this. If you're um, explaining that you've had a certain set of experiences, because they're not part of the public domain, then you can be cast as crazy or hysterical Mm. or... When in, which I think is another reason why women don't talk about what, what what things that have happened to them for fear of how that means that they're going to be perceived. Mm. Silly, crazy, untrustworthy. Yes. And that's sort of it's, and then you think about if we've all had those experiences, which seems to be very like that's what people have been mm. um, sharing. Mm. The thing is, we didn't. If these things have happened to us and you're struggling with them mentally, and you are struggling, and you're actually doing the best you can to get well. The problem is we didn't start it. No, that's right. If that hadn't happened to us, we wouldn't be in that in that situation. It really makes me cross. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> but you know, just back on the book, there was um because it was quite a heavy read. It was a very good read, but I did actually really enjoy the cameo from Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end, <laughs> yes. there was this very unlikely. Yes. I don't want to use the word partnership, but sort of um. Mm. Mm, overlap yes yes between hillary and donald and um and i thought the way curtis portrayed him was just uh was, was hilarious amusing. And she would amusing have loved writing and it. it was actually quite interesting yeah. i think in the end the book raises it's an interesting read i particularly loved the beginning and i think it makes you think about a lot of things oh it does absolutely absolutely so it's a good read it's for that purpose read. no i agree and actually just on that so so um in the middle of the book, Hillary decides to run for, for, for Senate and then she decides to put her hand up as a presidential um, candidate in the 2008 and then that's when Barack nominates as well. Yes, yes, yes. But what I thought was interesting though, at that stage um, there was this realisation that perhaps Americans were more sexist than racist. Yes, really that's interesting. What they I know, were I was between, just thinking that myself. A black, thinking Mandy potential Mandy. black American president. Yeah, or, against or a, a female. Account. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Because mm, she scarred with the Clinton. But that, yes, it is a, it is a real moment mm. in time. Because that actually happened in the book as well. So that, mm. was, that was both within that sort of fictional time fictional. of the book. Yeah, factional, yeah. exactly. Plus mm. it obviously happened in real life as well. Mm. But I thought, that was, um, I thought that was very interesting. Well, perhaps, I mean... You know, it is illegal to discriminate against someone on the basis of their marital status. But the Clintons were just such a brand, yeah. a, a way of life. Yeah, yeah. That she was scarred. She was scarred. And that's what mm. Curtis is basically saying. Mm. Basically, you know, yeah, she the didn't get the chance. Of the, Clinton, yeah. the Clinton regime, she mm. wouldn't have been able to, to shine and make mm. her own way. I don't I mean, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I mean, who do I know? What do I, I mean, know? Who, know? who knows? Who would know? The thing is, there was no doubt. She's Supreme Court. A very bright... Supreme Court, I reckon. Yeah. I think I think she should, I, mean, I keep thinking Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. I, I think I can see that, that track. Just because politics is, is, you could be as smart as a button, you can be, in, you know, but you have to be able to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. In the 2016 election period, um, there was all these political analysts saying the Democrats and Hillary, and it, it actually was tracking, and I actually saw a number of graphs. She didn't go anywhere where people, they just assumed Democrat states, rust belt states, yep. working class yep. people, working in manufacturing where there's no jobs. She didn't go there. No. She didn't go and talk to those no. people. No. And no. It's, all those people, like Curtis, that whole posse of 
women in particular who just thought she was the most you know the best thing since sliced bread mm. she didn't do the politics to the people who are not like her totally. you can't expect those no. people to vote for no. them that's exactly what happened to alexandra ortiz the um young democrat like the opposite story in new york she ran against a sitting democrat who just assumed he was going to get the position because he's always got it and she did the work she started working all there's a documentary about her on netflix it's absolutely fantastic so this is alexandria ocasio-cortez yes yeah, oc for short yes. yeah 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 yeah. and and she you know that's the kind of person that gets elected she, on a she federal would have stage won the, tw- yes. the 2016 election yes because she's done the. it's not it is about personality but it's also about doing the work yeah Absolutely. On the ground, yeah, and I don't. I think that's where Hillary. Mm. And I don't think. And I think Curtis is blind to that. Yeah, yeah. The, the only thing I would say that perhaps you know, if Hillary had had different advice, perhaps yes. if she well, had had different political mentors, yes, and and that's um, the problem with the infrastructure around yes a candidate. Yeah. and when you draw people from the same place mm. to mm. give you advice, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, it's very, very interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, the other thing I would recommend, if you are thinking you want to do a bit more of a deep dive into Hillary, there is this fantastic, it's a four-part documentary. Oh, yeah. It's made by Hulu. It's actually on SBS in Australia. Mm. And it's it's actually really, at the end of the day, it talks about the whole warping effect, which is what we're talking about mm. now, that uh, being the only, woman in, the only woman in the room has, has if you're mm. doing that for decades and decades, mm. surrounded by people and the advice yeah. and oh, perhaps right. you, the distorted reality yeah, that occurs, totally. which is what, where I think she, she came crashing down in 2016, to yeah, be honest. And, and, and unfortunately, um, Donald Trump didn't. No, like no. His social media team, his, they are dread, you know, the cleverest, scariest bunch of people who were engaging yeah, with every operators. single totally. p- part of his audience. Totally. And they did something, there was some analysis of the number of social media posts and engagements, Clinton versus Trump campaign, and Trump was just out of the the park. And they weren't just talking to conservative white people. They were talking to everybody. I know. Which the Democrats didn't do. And I I get that gets annoyed. I'm annoyed by that. You can't assume that people will just vote for you just because they always have. Yeah, it's the same, not. actually. I wonder whether or not this is a bit of a moment as well in Australia. Like, how angry will women be? Well, are there, is it enough for women who've always voted Liberal to not vote for them? Well, I can tell you anecdotally that mm. I would know probably 20 or 30 women in that category really? who are traditional, probably Liberal voters mm. their whole life, traditional Liberal voters, that will not be voting Liberal at the next election. Yeah, I, I just don't think mm. they people in the... The suits in Canberra I don't appreciate think that. that. No. no, no, that's the feeling I got yesterday. Because it wasn't just the typical, as some um, one of the journalists on the radio yesterday said, "Oh, Jane, she does married at first sight." She said, "Yes, it's not the typical winter crowd that you tend to see at a rally. Mm. There's a lot of different people here." Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. So I think the next federal election is March next Ooh. year. So it will be interesting, Mandy. Watch this space, don't you think? Watch this space. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, the book. Out of ten, what do you think? I'd say about a seven and a half. Mm. I think I would say an eight, but I would say that if you don't love Hillary, don't, don't read, read it, it. No. Uh, because you'll you'll find it tedious and it'll probably make you feel a bit angry. But if you are a bit of a political animal mm. and you love Hillary and you're mm. interested in that whole relationship with Bill, which is intriguing, and can I just say that Curtis does not hold back. 
No. It is quite um quite explicit mm. their 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 relationship. Very old, it's highly sexual. Mm. But she doesn't shy away from a lot of the detail. No. Which I thought was actually considering the, the profile of these two people. Yes. I well, thought I thought pretty, honestly, it was pretty brave, didn't Bill you? It was pretty good in the sack. I didn't. I didn't. Well, that was clearly the message. Yes. yes. And so was Hillary. Yeah. Equality. Yeah. But oh. she was very, very keen to actually um, to actually make sure that that was yes, the message. Yes, I know. And I think I felt that was a bit like, mm. it's a bit obvious which, bar- which barrier you're pushing here. You don't need to. No. Know. Because a lot of people criticised Hillary because supposedly she was quite frigid. Yes, cold. And, and perhaps that's one of the reasons why Bill actually had the wandering eye. Oh, he had to stray. Because Hillary was frigid. So by making sex a big focus in mm. this book, she was basically saying, nah, uh, uh. Mm-mm, mm. So I thought that was so interesting. So yep. interesting. Okay, so we think it's really good, but you need to be a Hillary lover mm. and uh, definitely give it a go. Yes. Yeah. And, and um, it raises so many interesting questions to think about. So like how politics ch- has changed. Yes. And how the context has changed. Yep. It couldn't happen again. No, it couldn't happen again. Absolutely not. And it should never happen again. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, so, and also check out that um, that Hillary documentary on mm. SBS. I think that's really worth mm. looking at too. It's a great so, idea. Absolutely. Okay, everybody. Lots of love and thank you, Mandy. Thank you, Alex. Always a pleasure. Yeah, great discussion. Great discussion. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Now, I have to apologize. I owe you an apology. This episode is a little late. I am very sorry. I actually went away on a holiday with my my lovely husband and we decided to stay an extra night. We were having such fun. Um, We actually went to visit one of our boys in Newcastle, then went on to stay at a property near Tamworth called Gunnaganu Station, which was incredible, and then popped into the Hunter Valley for our extra night. Anyway, apologies if it threw out your routine for the week, but if you are looking for some inspiration about some amazing places to stay in New South Wales, check out my Instagram, which is at the Grown Up Girls Report. Now, I wonder if I could ask you a little bit of a favor. If you are enjoying this podcast, and I really hope you are, I would be so grateful if you could subscribe in whatever podcast app you use, doesn't matter at all. And the other thing is, if you had time to leave a little review, look, if it's good, that would be fabulous. That would be ideal, but I'm all for honesty. Uh, That would also be very, very helpful too. It is quite a big deal in podcast land to have that sort of feedback. It helps other people find the podcast and it makes it all worthwhile. So thank you all again for all your support. It is so great to have you on board. I hope you have a lovely week and I promise I'll be back to the normal scheduling pattern as of next week. Lots of love, everybody, and happy Easter.